Street Fighters. How are you doing tonight? Wednesday night, time for a street fight. It'll be a real delight. I'm glad you're here. Uh, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We do this every single week live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. So if you're on one of those platforms, come hang out in the chat. Talk to us. Let us know what's up. There's lots of other cool people that hang out there every single week as well. So thank you for showing up and um, you know, livening up the joint a little bit. Uh, you can find what we do on your podcast players. You can find us on the live streaming channels. And if you want even more of what we do, head over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. You sign up for a monthly supporter amount, you get some bonuses from us. For $1 a month, you get our bonus audio. For $3 a month, you get the bonus audio and the zine. And then for $5 a month, you get the, the audio, the zine, and uh, our special video show, Undercover Business Tyrants. Basically, that's Brian and I watching the TV show Undercover Boss and talking shit about it. We can't really put it on any other channel because it's completely illegal to put on like YouTube and Vimeo and shit. So you get the private file from us. They're a lot of fun. The people that watch them love them. And we do some uh, pretty hilarious shit on there. Uh, that doesn't really ha hasn't been on any other show. I think I'm gonna cut out a clip this week that we just did that was pretty funny about check engine lights. <laughs> One of the classic comedy staples, check engine lights. Yeah. So we were watching Undercover Boss, and this guy Daniel, during his meeting with the boss, he mentions that life is hard, and he's like rattling off reasons. And what he says is the check engine light is always on. And I'm like, God damn, everybody in the world knew exactly what he meant when he said that, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I drove. Let's not do the bit if we're going to release. Sure. <laughs> we want to release the bit. So, uh, oh, Brett, this week, well, I went grocery shopping today. Um, somebody was just making fun of me in a Facebook group about shopping every day. Sure. I may have done it this time where I don't have to go shopping for a few days. Wow. You but you planned ahead. Here's the day. Here's the deal. Dealy, yo. Um, one, I have bought, started buying things in bulk. Two mm. things, but it's a big deal. You got that bag of onion money. But it's not, it, it really isn't a money thing now. It was like the shame, the shaming from you and our listeners and my daughter. Okay. Ah. So Gwen fell in love with these granola bar th nut butter bars they're not granola i'm doing them in just they're terrible they fucking suck yeah. they're kashi brand you know it's like mm. kashi is like uh expensive because it it says it's good for you yeah. is all it is it's not good it doesn't no. taste good it's owned by like nabisco and they just <laughs> take the same like hidden valley granola bars and then they just put a kashi thing on the outside and like you know, gram a pistachio in there or right. something. And I don't know how she got on these and started liking them, but they stopped selling them at the store here. And so then we are like, let's go find them. You know, I'll take you to go find them. We go to Meyer. We go to Giant Eagle. We go to Target. Uh, Mark's, which is never going to have it. I mean, yeah. that's a bad place to look anyway. That's Incidentally, that's where I met the world famous Mayo Dad. So uh, that was at Mark's. So okay, he's at four ninety nine on the IMDb top five hundred star meter. So Mayo Dad, he's cool. 
<laughs> He's a cool daddy <laughs> Well, you'll mess it up, but it's me pointing at Mayo. Got it. <laughs> Standing because they had well, Mayo. When you said the IMDb. I thought that's what it was. When you said the IMDb thing, then I was like, wait, I think I, I just missed it. doing a thing where I act like he's a celebrity. But uh, he, uh, you, know, you hate Mayo though. I do. Why'd you I choose do. Mayo because I thought it was absolutely a hundred percent hilarious that they have Mayo as an impulse item in, yeah. in the front of the store. Like it's like nobody would just be like, oh Mayo, yeah, I, I do need that actually. I'm now, gonna buy that. I want to get like B roll footage of you being like the uh, incredible <laughs> taste of mayo and you like take a huge spoon and put it in your mouth and then they're like cut and you're like, <laughs> you're, like wiping your tongue with your fingers and shit Goddamn fucking mayo dad hates mayo and yeah. it's white guy you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a white guy. Yeah, mayo. you're kind of a mayo guy. Yeah. Um, I should like mayo. Actually, you should post- like mayo. Yeah, I think I think you probably should. I know I have you had tried it a million times. But you should. I don't like it. You should. Uh, you like, but you're bullshit because you like aioli. Hmm. Not really. And it usually has some spices and shit in it. Okay. You know, they'll so put you a like garlic spiced in mayo. Well, no. I just if you tell me it's mayo, I'm not gonna fucking eat it. That's the thing. Right. It just, no matter what, if you tell me it's mayo and I taste that mayo taste, and there are times where it's aioli. And actually, chefs oftentimes and cooks oftentimes use a very light hand with the aioli that they don't use with mayo. Okay. Like with motherfucking mayo, they just glob it on there with a spoon and then like flatten it out. With aioli, a lot of times they'll... Just put less on it. It just makes a little wet there. boy. They're like, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I paid a lot for that truffle oil. I'm not going to like just hand this shit out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the. Uh, These are farm fresh fucking eggs I made this shit out of. Some good mayo, baby. Like, uh, so, yeah, I don't like. Have you had the non egg mayo that like just mayo? I mean, if it tastes like mayo, the problem is the taste. Mm, it's not I the consistency. I eat ranch. That. Okay. You know? Ranch and mayo aren't the same consistency. Close. Not at all. Okay. Well, but ranch one is pours, white. Yeah, one don't. Okay. One, one's got sticking power. One's like more of a meringue. Yeah. I just don't like any like of them. None of them. But uh, uh, so this, these Kashi bars, they weren't selling them anywhere. I found them on Amazon. You can buy eight boxes of them for $40. Still a lot of money. But it eight, makes like cases or eight, bo- box, eight boxes of five. Ah, got it. Got so it. I can buy 40 of them. For like thirty six dollars, it's again not the world's best deal. I mean, I pay more than a buck a bar, so yeah, that's not a bad deal. So I, um, I, I've been buying them for her as they they'll run out, and I'll buy her another bulk box of those things. And I started feeling pretty powerful in that department. Okay, so uh, okay. the Soylent thing. Everybody knows I drink Soylent and it pisses them off. I drink it for breakfast. It's got the caffeine and the new, the stuff in it. It's so made it, of people. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I started buying that off the internet and just buying two at a time, buying buying twenty four of them at a time, and uh, that has been kind of nice for me. Wow! Just having them all and not having to think about them. Yeah. For you know, and I was originally I was just going to the store and buying five at a time. Yeah. At like individual price. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. I'm doing that now. Wow. Look at you. I mean, got to have money to save money, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's you gotta true. You got to be able to throw down $40 on granola bars uh, to save, you know, fucking $6. So, yeah, that, I'm doing okay in that, in, in that department. So, um, I saw this story a few weeks ago, and, and, and I didn't get to talk about This is from uh, April, 
And I, this April O'Neil? April 23rd. Ah. The day. Three days after 420, actually. So I saw this story on April 3rd that I wanted to bring up because it is, it's a good one. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it, it's from NPR. Um, okay, so let's now, do this. Yeah, they say that's they're not bad. what I was expecting when you said a good one. Uh, the next time parking enforcement officers use chalk to mark your tires, they might be acting unconstitutionally. Oh, I love it when the Constitution works like that. <laughs> the best. This is why I th- the Consti- thought the Constitution was going to be doing. Yeah. Protecting but me a little bit. Here's the deal. I didn't even know cops really did this. I thought it was just a rumor that people had been saying to me since I was a young boy. I don't even know what it's referencing. A federal appeals court ruled Monday that chalking is a violation of the Fourth Amendment. The case was brought by Allison Taylor, a Michigan woman whom the court describes as a frequent recipient of parking tickets. The city of Saginaw, Michigan, like countless other cities around the country, uses chalk to mark the tires of the cars to enforce time limits on parking. So there's a lot of places that have two hour parking, but not meters. And uh, you can park there. For two hours. It's a loose two hours, by the way. Like, sure. you know, the, these cops are not acting in the spirit of the sign right. when they do this chalk. That's true. You know, because it's, it's a, a loose two it's hours. It's a suggestion. Yeah. Nobody's fucking saying. It's like, I mean, other people <laughs> want to do stuff around here too. So yeah. wrap it up, do your thing, get out. The sign doesn't mean. The, I think the cops are taking the sign to mean 120 minutes. Right. It just. Two and a half hours is okay to, because some people are going to leave in an hour and a half. Right. So the people that haven't figured this out yet, the chalking is they're walking down the street and as they pass a car, they chalk the tire. And if they come back an hour later, they know it's been there like an hour. Is that what the chalk, right. is that how it works? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They do it it's a like lot. like a time marker. To broke people. This is the reason I know about it is because they do it to broke people whose oh, car breaks down yes. on, the, on their home street. Yes. And they just park it. Like on the street, but it's broke down. Yeah, they they'll chalk the goddamn wheel and then come back two three days later if that chalk's still there. They're like, this car hasn't moved, you know, and right, and then ticket it or tow it. That I mean, that's most of of uh, that. I mean, that's how the cops bust poor people. Right, basically. but Thomas Jefferson said, <laughs> "Thou shalt not chalketh a tire." I like how the Michigan woman is who the court describes as a frequent recipient of parking tickets. I know. Come on. I mean, some people are, though. They, oh, you mean expert at this with the system. <laughs> yeah. By Experience the, with the system. By the time Taylor received her 15th citation in just a few years, she decided to go after the city, and specifically after parking enforcement officer Tabitha Hoskins. Okay, so this is actually <laughs> a personal battle. It, it, well... On both sides. Yeah, somebody had it out. Yeah. Because you're saying, like, it's personal because she got mad at the parking person. But Tabitha Hopkins. Right. Was retaliating. Yeah, was in her shit all the time. She was looking for her car. It developed into a blood feud. Yeah. And it happens. We all get into little blood yeah. feuds sometimes. Yeah. Like, you, you ever have, like, just a little blood feud with, like, a cashier? Or, like, just a, like, I just... I don't want to talk to you, man. And yeah. just go to any different lane. <laughs> here in a feud with <laughs> a neighbor that poops, lets their dog poop in the yard. Yeah. Hoskins, Taylor alleged in her hall suit, was a prolific chalker. Every single one of Taylor's 15 tickets was issued by Hoff, Hoff, 
Hoskins after she marked a tire with chalk and then circled back to see if Taylor's car had moved. That chalking, Taylor argued, was unconstitutional. That's crazy, though. This woman was. I mean, like, this ended up in the Supreme Court, but the, the truth fucking is, this woman was stalking this other woman's car, you know? Like, why is... If the same person writes one person 15 tickets... Maybe we need to look into that. Yeah, it seems like a targeted attack. <laughs> yeah. Trespassing upon privately owned vehicle parked on a public street to place a chalk mark to begin gathering information to ultimately impose a government sanction is unconstitutional under the Fourth Amendment, Taylor's lawyer Philip Ellison wrote in a court filing. That's like a... Th see, we make fun of people for, like, owning people with logic. That's good. Because yeah. it is... Like, that's... That's something I like if the constant, if ever, if everything didn't suck, I actually kind of like having a charter document that we can just argue about all the time. Sure. <laughs> you know, like if, if, if America didn't suck, if the constitution wasn't shitty, it would be fucking great to have like these, this, this list of rights, you know? And it's like, okay, you know, you did this. But according to this, yeah. if I read it this way, right. that's the we rule. Stop, we stop chalking people's tires. That's too aggressive. <laughs> yeah. You just I mean, need, to, you need to go drive by and then see if they've been there for too long and tell them to shoe. Dude, this, is, this would be so good. This would have been so good for me back in, again, like back in like 2003, 2004 when I was driving just a bunch of fucking shitty cars and they were just sitting on the side of the road for weeks at a time and the cops harassed i mean actually it's interesting because when i lived in columbus actual columbus they never did that they never bothered you yeah uh if you even have inspired and 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 where i live now if you have expired tags they'll ticket you even if you're not driving which i think is the most unfair thing yeah that world. happened to me like well that's the thing too is like i was fighting with my parents at the time and they had all my legal i had no legal documents like when i ran out of the house when i was a kid i didn't bring my fucking like birth certificate with no. me. i didn't bring any legal documents so i didn't want to deal with all that shit and i had my tags expired on my car for you know over a year and the apartment complex all of a sudden was like we're going to tow your vehicle because yeah. your tags i'm like what the fuck why are you in my business about this i get a space I'm putting it out there. It's not like on cinder blocks. Yeah. So then I move it out to the fucking street. And as soon as I do that, the very first day, the cops fucking tag it. What the fuck are the cops doing that they had that they got? The, and the apartment complex called those cops. I'm telling I, you. I don't know. Damn, you are just Mr. I'll, look, I'll park anywhere to avoid having to do something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm not going to go wait in line to fill out information about this car. I well, fucking hate. Well, also, when you were like getting uh, your your car repoed, you were just fine. Well, I mean, I know you didn't want to, but you were like, I'll, I don't care if I got to walk a little bit after I park. I, I'm, I'm OK. with Yeah, that. I don't mind that. <laughs> but like, it's just. I, it's just because they're always every time I go to do a car thing, I have to drive home and get another piece of paper. Like I never get yeah. it on the first try. I always make sure that I, I mean, like I was saying this about we. Let's just get into this now. Fuck, fuck this constitution shit. We just me and Brett just both got TSA pre-check today, which is a total fucking scam. It's an yeah. enormous scam. But part of that is that you have to bring a birth certificate and a state ID.
I feel like you need your you need your uh you need your birth certificate and your social security card to get your state ID. That state ID should like you shouldn't need the other stuff. Like they they are fucking actually asking you to keep a piece of paper from the day you're born until the day you die. <laughs> like what is that? Why should you have to do that? We get copies and shit. No, I I get it, okay? But in the spirit of the birth certificate, yes. you're the, the the This is the proof that I exist. Yeah. From this the, is when I was created to <laughs> on paper. Yeah. This day was the day that I was claimed by a government without my consent. <laughs> yeah. And I you now you keep that paper. The government that unconstitutionally chalks my tires. Yeah. Now Sorry. you you keep that paper, buddy. Hey, you keep that paper because if you lose it, you can't do anything. And that TSA pre-check, holy moly, what a scam that is. That is another example. And this is such a hack thing to bring up now. And I, we're, but it, it's always important. The place in this world where the class divide is most apparent is the airport and air travel. Well, yeah, it's something we all have to do, but you can pay to be away from everybody else. Yeah. And you never see really broke people because they can't fly. Right. They're, right. So You're there's talking, even like a hiding of the the, the brokest of us there. But yeah, then, it's for people that are like, oh, you want me to wait in line with soccer moms? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Chrysler minivans. Yeah. And it really is just 80. Like, it's just a way. You just pay $85 <laughs> and they scan your ID and they take your fingerprints. And honestly, they could probably just do that with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, it's funny because when I got mine... It, I was, I got, I, I kept track. I got in the room at 222 and I walked out of the room at 228. So what it was, and here's how, here's how it is. You go to a Staples and <laughs> it's not at the desk. It's there. This isn't an easy button situation. There is a cubicle in the middle of the store. That's completely walled off with a person at a desk that is bored out of their mind, texting on their phone. <laughs> at least when I arrived, she was texting. <laughs> Well, uh, me too. So, and same place. It was just all she was like. You got your ID and birth certificate. I was like, yeah. She's like, she just took them and started doing her thing. And it was like, put your fingers here, put your fingers here, sign here, take this picture. You're done. And it was like that was it. I'm TSA pre-checked now. <laughs> yeah, and it's eighty five dollars so that you don't have to wait in line with normal people. Right. It, it really it's for people who because me and Brad are we just. We fly more than we used to, so I think we both kind of felt like, uh, you know, if I'm going to be here, I might as well do it. It's totally worth it. Yeah. I'm flying like once a month now, dude. It's yeah, totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. So we, I, it's not. It is bougie, actually, and it is a way to separate yourself from the hoi polloi. <laughs> well, I mean, it's if it is like it is a matter of time, though. Like, do you want? I'd I'd rather not wait in those fucking lines, right? Because sometimes they do get out of control and you can't do it. You can't, you can't do anything about it except for wait in them. And it is so master of sales there too. It's so carny in a way where like the TSA pre-check line is so well lit. And there's like such a, it's almost like they put a spotlight 
on the TSA pre-check side and give it like a neon light. They make it just beautiful. Oh, no. They put they put the uh, they put the uh, little ropes out there too, even though no one's waiting in line. But they yeah. make it look like they're like no one's in this line. <laughs> How'd you like to come through this line, well, $85. <laughs> yeah, $85 every five years, and you get to just go through this line, you know? Yeah, like business people, I don't think it's bougie for them to do it. Sure. No, it's for people that fly a lot, it, it makes sense. Yeah. If I'm only but flying once or twice a year, then no. But I have to go to that goddamn place, and anything that... Uh, you know, the, Jason has been flying a lot lately, lately, the producer of the show, he's, he's, uh, my stepbrother. And he was talking to us one time after he got home and said, I fucking hate flying. The airport feels like jail. Yeah. And that ever since then, I'd be like, that is like, I've never been to jail, but that is what the airport feels like. Like I'm in trouble the yeah. whole time I'm there. I feel like I'm in trouble. Yeah. And, uh, I hate it. I hate Don't it. Don't make man. a wrong move. Yeah. Yeah, don't do anything. Don't fucking get up and piss because if you get up and piss and there's nobody looking at your bags, then somebody's going to come and tear it apart with a bomb machine or something like that, you yeah. know? Or like having, yeah, kratom or like protein powder oh, yeah. in your bag and just sweating about it. Yeah, making you walk... Uh, Making you fucking uh, walk by first class when you get on a plane is another one of those like class divide things because you look at them and you're like... You think we should load it from the back? Uh, yeah, they I should do. make us climb through the toilets. I don't want to look at those fucking people. They don't want to look at us at all. No, you know they, they don't, don't want to look at the ports or the coach people. They should load the. They should load us from the back. Yeah, and put up like a screen, make us wear veils. But they want us to see first class, dude. They want us to see it as we walk. Yes, I think it's just convenient. No, they well yes, but they because they're in the front of the plane. Yeah, I get they're it. closest to the door. Yeah, well they need more doors anyway. I mean this whole coming out of one door is get out of town. Well, but you need one of those big arm like hallway things though. <sighs> they haven't come up with anything else. Um, I mean they should just let you run on the tarmac. That yeah, would be good. Like I mean old, I just I hate airplanes. They should just I hate open the door it. like but it should be like a bus. Yeah, and they just you know you get out at the stop. You know what kicks ass, though? Can I tell you what kicks ass before we move on from TSA pre-check? Because people are thinking that, like, uh, we're sellouts. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, we're big shots now. Before, Sorry. We, move, before mean, we move on from TSA pre-check, uh, so excited for when we go on vacation with our wives and they have to go through the regular <laughs> TSA. <laughs> Yep. Me and you are just like, doo, 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 doo. Yep. yeah, I'll be on the other side playing Switch. Yeah, your kid can come with you, though. Oh, yeah, you can bring the kid with you. Somebody said you could bring your wife, too, which would make me also feel very good. If oh, I could yeah. be like, oh, oh well, no, I know her. My special traveling um, privileges gonna... also extend to you as yep. I am a royalty and a king at this airport. Well, now that I know that, I'm definitely going to pack a toothpick. So I can take it out of my mouth and be like, oh, no, this is my wife. Uh, different last name. I don't own her or nothing, so, but we're married. <laughs> yeah, she gets to come with me, okay? That's just the way it is. All right. Uh, so that's, that's us making amends with the fact that we now make a little bit of money and we're able to do things. <laughs> Do nice things for ourselves. Well, know that people, we actually are spreading this mess across the U.S. for That's real, true. including the southwest of the U.S. Yeah. Tell them where we're going before I get into this next thing. Yeah, if you want to see us live, it's happening soon. Later this month, we're going to be in Denver, Colorado on May 19th. We're going to be in 
Albuquerque, New Mexico on May 21st. We're going to be in Phoenix, Arizona on the 22nd, and we'll be performing in Las Vegas on Sunday, May 26th. Tickets are $15. Um, if you can't afford it, just send us an email. We'll find someone to buy, we'll find a richer listener to buy it for you. <laughs> and uh, we can definitely help you out. Uh, store.streetfightradio.com. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, with our ticket prices, you know, Brian would love to have, have it be a free show, but flying and renting cars now and hotels and all of this stuff, it does add up. So uh, no one has complained or anything, but I just feel like I'm pre-apologizing. Right. What and is- we would like to, uh, if when the ticket prices are higher, always feel free to contact us. And, and we're going to try to figure when... And when we we're, we're going to do a little thing a little later on in the year that that might cost a lot, but we're going to try to figure out ways that people can get into this thing. Like we are, we hear your concerns. If you're not able to afford the ticket, we will help you figure it out. I promise. Yeah, I mean, thirty bucks is a lot for a couple to go out for the night, uh-huh. but um, you will have a comedy experience unlike anything that's ever been done before, and you'll be a part of history. Right? Yeah. All right, Brett. Uh, USA Today money. Uh, had a had a very interesting uh, infographic. Also, I'm back on the vintage bong for the people that love the gurgling sound. Yeah, well, the bong's back, baby. Uh, me and Brett always cover uh, any kind of we're we're covering your life, right? Like that's that's what this show is. We're sure. trying to tell you. Everybody else does uh, does like bigger stories than you. We're trying to do stories. That are your size. This is we're we're the small time people. We want to talk about what goes on in your day to day life, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we said when we started that you know when you listen to like NPR Planet Money, they don't talk about payday advance loans or how to write a rubber check or you know if whether or not you'll go to jail for how much debt and how much <laughs> check kiting you do. You know, different things. So USA Today and. With, with the <laughs> source so ladder, good. I love this. Sorry, I'm just like this is gonna be. I'm just it. getting ready for I'm, the show. Does you're getting ready to take off? We're getting ready to strap in and take off in the airplane that is perfect street fight material. <laughs> um, USA Today money. Yeah, and the source they got this from is ladder, which I have no idea what that is. Ladder. But let's read. Let's read the top. Okay, average American spends almost eighteen thousand dollars a year on non-essentials. Hmm. Break here's a breakdown of some oh of the God. typical of some of the typical American spends. Oh, that's how did they mess up the writing there? A breakdown of some of the typical American spends on non-essentials. Of some, not on. Breakdown of some of the typical American. Spends on a cent. Yeah. It's really. It's badly worded. I can't believe they put this out. USA Today. Breakdown of some of the typical American spends. Yeah. Yeah, they forgot yeah, a word. I don't get this. Some of what? Yes. The typical. They forgot to put. This is what? one person, average cost per month, right? Yep. The All typical right. American. Okay, I want to say that um, probably, uh, I mean, a lot of people are only making eighteen thousand dollars a year. Actually, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the numbers got to be like go twenty with, some percent of. Well, let's go with the conceit. Let's just look at this from 
the space of somebody who does make pretty good money. Okay. Okay. Me. Like, D- we'll, yeah, we'll me or you. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, we have TSA pre-check if you didn't know. <laughs> well, we're probably solidly middle class. Yeah. Like what? I'm above the mean. I know we're above the household mean. I think, I think. we're middle class. I, I am probably. I haven't looked in a while. 36 plus 48. Yeah, I'm probably pretty normal. And with all my debt. But we don't need to fucking figure all this stuff out. Um, the first, the first thing that's non-essential is restaurant meals, which sounds like, remember, uh, Trump, how he says, uh, food restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) If you look up Trump and food restaurants, he always calls them food restaurants. So (laughs) that's weird. It's a weird thing he does. Yeah. There are other restaurants he goes to. (laughs) I don't know why he says food rest. He'll be like this guy with his failing food restaurants. And it's like, okay, but does he think a restaurant is a type of building? Right. <laughs> but okay, restaurant meals, two hundred and nine dollars one person per month. Yeah. And two hundred nine dollars per month. Probably right. Really? Once a week? Forty dollars for about. the f- for whole family. That's true. That he's talking about one person. True. Yeah. I mean, like if we go out to eat, it's fifty dollars or something. Yeah, when I go out to eat, it's Thirty-five to fifty dollars yeah. every time. It doesn't matter because I got three people I'm feeding, and one of them's a fat pig. Me. I've, yeah. <laughs> I also won't buy my daughter like kids meal stuff a lot of times, so she gets a full entree to throw away. <laughs> but no, I eat leftovers. But again, I start eating leftovers. That's my big growth this year. Restaurant rest meals at a restaurant are 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 important. They I are. think. I don't think that they're non-essential. They I are. think sometimes, like. You can't be expect. Do you expect me to cook thirty one days a month? Like, is that what we're getting at? It It drives you crazy. It is. I mean, it's it. It will drive you mad. That would be that's the really hard. Their kids because they make thirty one. They have to make. They're so poor. They have to make thirty one meals. They can't go to a restaurant. Making my parents did it about once a week because there were five of us. The strong. Yeah, like they got food. They're mostly pizza because pizza you can do $25 for. Our restaurant meal, my restaurant meals were mostly Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. But we, we, pizza is cheaper than even that. Yeah, yeah. Pizza's like the cheapest meal. But we did have pizza every single week, one time. But that was it. That is a lot of money. $200 for one person is, you know, $50 a week. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that's Twice if you go out to eat. Yeah. Yeah. You go out for maybe you have a maybe you have like a drink when you go out to eat. Maybe you are enjoy that is like a person I feel that is living a pretty normal and almost like God forbid a pleasurable life. Yeah, and you know the, <laughs> you other, know? Thing, the other thing about those expenditures too is that those go into the pockets of like other like working people like yeah. the money is spent like laterally. Yeah. Besides the boss siphoning all of it off, but like uh, the people that are employed and that are tipping and may, you know, those well, if you're, if you're spending $209 a month for one person to eat, you're eating at at least mid-level restaurants, you know, you're, I you're probably four plates, man. Your, your floor is probably Chipotle. Right. Right. I've sworn off now. I'm completely done with it your after the call in show this, but yeah, your floor is Chipotle. Yeah. Five guys, you know, five guys, your McDonald's Chipotle is your Taco Bell. That's like your floor. That's about where I am now, but I still like Taco See, Bell. But dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move to the next uh, thing. Drinks. 
Uh, $189 a month. Now, I'm going to do the math on that. If they count booze, then it's very low. It is a coffee cup, though. It's a Starbucks. So it They're doesn't... saying it's a Starbucks every day. The math that I figured out looks like a Starbucks every 189 day. $189 divided by 30 equals $6.30. A Starbucks... Jesus, who is doing that? What? $6 a day on drinks? <laughs> I might be spending four fifty to five dollars a day on a Fenty cold brew with mocha no and way. cream. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to do it. I just—it's a habit, and it's good, and it makes me feel happy. But even then, it's still not six dollars, and it's not every single day of my life. I don't do it. And again, the coffee thing—buying a good coffee drink if you're a coffee drinker. Why can't that? Why shouldn't that be part of your day? Why? 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 Why is that not something that's essential? Because that's costs how you're fighting. It costs a lot of money. It does cost a lot of money. True. And true. this is this is a person that does zero cooking. This is a person that doesn't cook at all and um, doesn't have use their refrigerator. It seems like. Well, the point of this, Brett. Is to say that millennials are, are not them. actually broke. They're just wasting all of their right, money. Right. You know? Uh, yeah. So, but but we're talking about, we're, we're now talking about small pleasures. One of my dreams. In your life. Why the fuck am I working if I can't goddamn have, have a good coffee every day? Right. That's like, true. What's the fucking point? That's true. You're right. You know? You're right. That seems unfair. It just sucks. Why am I doing this? Because we're we are again assuming this is a person that works forty hours a week that makes I don't know. Let's just say fifty thousand dollars a year, which is a pretty middle level. It's you're doing well if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year. I, yeah, I mean that's the average. That's the median household income. So dude. yeah. So you're doing why better than well if, if I you're make, solo. Why if I work 40 hours a week and I'm always available by fucking text or email and I'm you know what I mean there's like a 50 things that that you have to do I think you deserve coffee every day. I think that's a a reward. Your job should just buy it for you to tell you the truth, but I know. I know Brett hates it when I say your job should take care of you like your dad. Yeah. Till the day you die, but I think <laughs> your job becomes your dad. Right. The day you turn 18 and your dad's not your dad anymore. But your dad is not going to take you out for fucking pizza, dude. He's going to give you a bologna sandwich. He is. Just like that guy in that boat, <laughs> yes, man. Exactly. Just like that you, nightmare day on a boat he's like, with my friend Sean. I don't see why you guys can't just drink the coffee we got in the break room. Yeah. It's like, well, it's great value coffee. It's bad. It tastes good. Taste, it's the you, coffee. You the, and you make it your way every day, which is extremely burnt. And poor, poorly made. That's the coffee that comes with the janitorial equipment. Yeah. Like, that's at the fucking cable company. The coffee they had in the coffee makers was the coffee that came with the toilet paper. And, like, they ordered it from the same company that delivered the toilet paper and the urinal cakes and stuff like that. It's like, they're not coffee people. The next thing on this list is takeout slash delivery. That is $178. Now, we're talking... Restaurant meals was two oh nine. Yeah, and now we're also having deliveries, which is also, if you're working, I don't think millennials are doing this at all. No. This is too fucking much money, right? And if this is like me making me sweat to yeah. think about, and if you're working, how how many how many hours a week are you working? 
the takeout and and delivery. First of all, takeout is the Brian Quinby uh, lifestyle. It's it's is is very takeout because uh, it's cheaper than restaurant meals, right? And my daughter really hates it because like I would rather just get good food and then take it to my house and eat it alone in front of the TV than than like go there. But the the I I don't know. Maybe don't it, you deliver know what, so much. Twelve dollars a day. That's all the math comes out to. Is that that reckless? No, for, it's not. For fucking food? And you save time by not... Are they talking about just the delivery costs, though? Because that shit is expensive. Like, Grubhub is fucking expensive. That, well, it always, yeah. Grubhub, yeah. to me, is like a... Well, if it's you ever a want shitty luxury. you pay $30 for McDonald's, fire up the Uber Eats. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shitty luxury. It's like, oh, great. You know, I get wet food for an extra $12. Oh, wait, there's more food on there, too. So yeah. this is a person that totally... So the, this is ridiculous. Number... The, who did the, they hang out with? The next one is buying lunch, which is $174. And what they're saying with this is make your own damn lunch and take it into work, which is... Good uh, advice if you want to save money. Yeah, but bad advice if you want to be happy when you eat. <laughs> Packing lunch sucks. My wife packs her lunch every day. God bless her. She's a wonderful person because I never did. I ne I never. You don't want to let other people cook your food because they fill it full of fat and sugar and and other shit. Yeah, but when you pack your lunch, it's gross every time. No, nothing that you pack sits, your favorite things. Nothing that sits in a fucking bag, a cooler bag, and a Tupperware up until some places don't have fuck. My, my I don't think my wife's work has a refrigerator, Brett. I think. And, and like, you know, at, this would be a good call-in show topic, but everybody knows that people steal lunches out of the refrigerator anyway. <laughs> like, that happens in every office. It's not that bad. But it does happen everywhere. But it's not bad enough to not pack your lunch. But it's one excuse. It's not bad enough to not pack your lunch, but it might be bad enough not to have you put it in a refrigerator. You might not want to... I just think sweaty food sucks. You're the one that won't fucking order. You're the one that makes us have to leave the hotel room to get the food because Grubhub is wet when it gets to you. Yeah. This is worse than Grubhub. I don't make like a piping hot omelet and then put it in a Ziploc bag <laughs> and take it for lunch. What do you take? Just a sandwich. What kind? What will you put on a sandwich? You know, peanut butter and jelly. The they, original. They never look. Those with the are hearty bread. Vile. With the hearty bread. Vile. Well, okay. Dave's killer bread. Oh, oh God. You're, you are rich now. No, I don't have Dave's killer bread. <laughs> I want to someday be a Dave killer bread guy. I'm working the up guy there. that pays $6 for, for bread. And those kale chips, too. Those $8 kale chips where you get like nine of them in that little clamshell container. <laughs> you want to get like organic foods rich. Yeah. 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 Uh, the next one is impulse purchases, which is $109. Um, $10. So, like, you're making, I mean, how much is this person making? What are the impulse? It's a t shirt. It's, it's the picture show, of yeah. impulse purchases. So, I, I assume so they like, think people uh, are buying funny t shirts. Yeah, or like um, ordering a case of surge in the middle of the night when <laughs> after you've spent $49 on drinks for the day. And, yeah. <laughs> and you're like hammered. Yeah. And you just want to put some nostalgic shit. Uh, you know another thing probably about probably a board game, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, hundred. Like, let's talk about where the. Let's talk about what people with 
all the money, how they're wasting their motherfucking money. I know, I let's, know. Let's talk about the gilded fuck, the gold toilets and shit, and fancy cars and rims that people are wasting their fucking money on. Somebody They've got all of it. Somebody on Twitter real said, estate. How come they never make a list of these things of like people paying a shit ton of money, like a couple hundred thousand dollars to have their chakras realigned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they never show like people just paying a bunch of money for like good vibes or anything like that. Yeah, um, the next thing we have, what is it? I just, people are there are people that uh, spend seven hundred dollars on a white t shirt. What about those motherfuckers? Yeah, we're not talking about those people. We're talking about people who spend one hundred nine dollars a month <laughs> on something that makes them happy. Yeah, that's like two video games or something. Yeah. They, they bought a video game. And like, a, a f- it went out to the movies or something. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did you? What's? Ugh. They bought a pair of like Fortnite pajama pants. Yeah, they just saw them and they were like, "This is for our Game of Thrones T-shirt." Right, Coles. Right, and they're like, "Ah, oh, that's funny. It says I I drink and I know things. That's what the guy said on Game of Thrones. I'm gonna buy this shirt. Like, that's not a fucking crime. No, you know. And it is like, again, what are we working for? If these are like. If these are just considered wastes, what is what is the point of even like? And we're saying this to people who work in the service industry who don't even have this kind of money. Right. We're telling them that no matter how hard they work, if they get to the point where they think they're going to be comfortable, they shouldn't expect any of this stuff. Well, yeah, and this is crazy. Yeah, and this is like this is there's also another thing where they're saying the average American. It's like I don't think the average American at all has this type of money. You're talking about this is like a privileged fucking lifestyle. I have know. Here, I know. Ninety six dollars a month for ride shares. Now, I can believe that. I would think more. And these, but the, the like, ride share thing is also people getting to work. It's not just going out to bars and shit like that. I mean, a lot of ride sharing services are going to bars because it's a good way to get there and home and not drunk drive. Yeah. But like a lot of people take a, a Uber to work well, that's or stupid. something. That's Unless essential. You make a ton of money. Well, yeah. I mean, but if you're making more than you're Ubering, yeah. you know, that that's all it is. I drove people home from work a lot. Like the same people some days. Like regularly? always on at the same time. I got like I had built rapports with people that I picked up from their job to take home. And and like I, I just know there was this one woman that I was doing a twenty three or twenty five dollar ride every single day. And uh, there was another one that was like really broke. And she kept telling me how broke she was. And she was working at Bob Evans and she was driving to the other side of town where she, I mean, I'll, I'll give Brett the the places and then he can maybe help explain the distance he she was driving from the bob evans on riverside drive and grandview heights to by the casino is where she lived so she was going i don't know probably 10 miles in an uber yeah and she didn't like going on the freeway so we had to drive on side roads to get there and she, she was i mean she was paying big money to work at bob evans and uh yeah that's some yeah that person needs an intervention but the person that's driving the uber is probably in the same fucking position too i wasn't making any money driving the uber it just feels yeah. like you're making it just a lot I mean, of times like six dollars an hour right i'm saying that like i've said this on a show recently when when i was driving for lyft i was thinking 
I need to make $150 by the end of this day. I need to deposit $150 in my bank account. And that's all I cared about. I didn't think about the expenses that went into it. I just knew that I needed $150. Right. And uh, that's how a lot of people think because they just need it. I just saw during the well, I Uber. I guess if you have tips too, you're yeah. like, oh, I made $25 today. I guess I can blow it all on getting to work. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I, but that is. I the mean, bus runs over there. I know. I I know. We all know. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I mean, I just cannot wrap. Like I. Just, I was the same dude. It's I, like digging your own grave. Yeah. If I think you're paying the same that way. much to go to a bad job when you're surrounded by a place that has tons of bad jobs, booming with bad jobs. <laughs> it is booming with bad jobs. The next thing is personal grooming, which is ninety four dollars. Uh, that sounds like two haircuts. Yeah. To me, I'm probably uh like a that's like a woman's cut and color. Yeah, and, and like uh, I mean, we're talking. I'm sorry, you know, big cities. I know you pay twice the whatever that, but yeah, for, for men like, though, guys, two I haircuts. Mean, yeah, maybe three. Who needs three haircuts in a month? Well, I mean, apparently the average American needs three haircuts a month. Once a and week, they spend I mean, if you're going once a week, I mean, that's like executive level haircut. That's like Puff Daddy. I thought, level. dudes, I thought you did that. I thought oh, I would be fuck. I would love to. I thought you got your hair cut a couple times a month. I I've just now started getting it cut once a month. And, <laughs> why and did I think that like you were like Mr. Richie Rich? Why did I think you were Mr. Hair? Your hair always looks on point. So I thought you were it Mr. Hair, dude. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It always looks good. Um, the next thing, <laughs> this is the weirdest one, Brett. Ninety four dollars per month on subscription boxes. That. Now we're not talking about the average American. We're not talking about reality at all. No. Uh, this who, seems who like did they talk to? This seems like an ad for big subscription uh, box. I forgot I have Hiking Box. I have Bark Box. I have Loot Crate. Is that still around? Is Loot Crate still around? I don't know. I know that. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard much about it either. Maybe they got so many subscriptions that they could stop uh, doing advertisements. I, I spelled it with a K. Crate. Loot Crate. Oh, God. People have Loot Crate spoilers. People like Google Loot Crate spoilers. It's still happening. Yeah, it's still People going on. People are still on. spending big bucks. This one right here has this Loot Crate is $24.99, and you get a two-headed action figure monster and uh, a Rick and Morty gimmick. Like, it's Rick and Morty action figures. You get, like a, yeah, you yeah. get a Deadpool t-shirt that oh. says Pico Boo, which Brett would love. I would wear that. You get a Los Poyos Hermanos cup. <laughs> yeah. Brian would definitely carry that around. You, oh, yeah. You get a Bob's Burgers. What is it? Pin. You get a pin that you can wear on your shirt. And uh, it's trash. You get a bunch of fucking trash. This is trash. great because I had $109 budgeted for impulse buys this month, but this doesn't count because this is a loot subscription box. Yeah. Part of my budget. <laughs> this is my subscription part of my bu my budget. So oh, they have all of them. Let's too. look at the featured crates here. Star Wars Endor Rebel is $60 a month for your crate. What would my crate be, Brett? Let's find out what my you want to find oh, out what my give crate one of these is. Crates to somebody, like a listener. Yeah, they're awful. You give a you want to give like a listener a crate, or do the, you want to um, give? Uh, I want the Deadpool shirt. WWE Slam crate is thirty four ninety nine. They give you a fucking Roman Reigns shirt. A Matt Hardy shirt. 
uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, an Undertaker. Everybody loves that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love him. He's All right. So that's the loot crate. $94 on loot crate. I want the Deadpool, though. I would do what Deadpool. Other- Let's get a Street Fight subscription to the Deadpool Club Merc crate. Okay. That's something me and you both love. Oh, it's just Deadpool? Stuff? Yeah, it's all Deadpool. Oh my god. That's a steal. <laughs> I, I'd spend close to $70 at my local Spencer's <laughs> Gifts for all of this Deadpool gear. But the interesting thing is that like they're saying that, so this is thirty four ninety nine a month, right? Oof. And they're saying that people have FabFitFun, though. Three or four of these. FabFitFun's expensive. Uh, Birchbox is expensive. The clothing ones are expensive. Uh, bonobos. You, some people get, like, the bonobos. They don't get that every bonobos month. Bonobos is a box. Isn't a box. What is a subscription box for shirts? Well, like, like you may, get like, like one for shirts. No, like so. So you write in. You write in your style, and they have like a person that shops for you and sends you your stuff. Okay. Each month, and you keep whatever you want, and then you send it back. Okay. Okay. There's also Mac Weldon underwear, right? Underwear boxes. People okay. are getting me undies every single month. Motherfuckers are not getting these. People are doing me though. undies every no. single month. These these loot boxes are not happening. <laughs> what this is not happening. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of the shirts, the used shirts on the Facebook marketplace. People try to sell them like they're collectors' items. They'll be like one of a kind loot box shirt. Can I just say there's a tiki cup? That looks like Deadpool in the in the Deadpool box. We need to order this for when Street Fight. Let's a, just do this. Let's do one order. Let's let's throw for research one hundred and fifty one dollars and ninety six cents and get four crates this year. Okay, a quarterly Deadpool crate. Do you save more money that way? We learned about <laughs> buying in bulk earlier in this yeah. episode. And then what we'll do is we'll keep the cool Deadpool stuff, and then we'll mail out. The other like stuff. whatever other like the Deadpool air freshener I don't need well I oh, put I that in that. my car I put yeah. that in my car no yeah. my well well maybe the 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 lithograph we I can get the, rid of the lithograph do they have a like maybe a taco holder or something yeah. <laughs> I could use one of those for real my I'm, tacos are always falling over I've started eating hard tacos again I've <laughs> I've never said. I I'm I've never been more serious about anything than getting a Deadpool loot crate. But uh, the next thing we have here is cable, ninety one dollars a month. Did they not mean... fair? Not fair. Yeah. It, well, it's it's what fifty dollars a month for cable, and then are they counting Netflix, Hulu? Because most people don't have cable no more. Most people just have the internet. Yeah. Do you count the internet as? Do they mean like cable internet? What does that mean? Well, the cable is. Nobody's cable doing, TV? Yeah. I, that's what I think they're saying. Do you have saying? cable TV, Jason? Uh, no. Well, I paid $20 a month for 10 channels. Okay. He has he pays a basic $20 a month for 10 channels. Okay. Just, okay. He can watch on the Digital. App. Okay. And you don't so have cable. I haven't had it for ages. I haven't had cable since like 2009 or 10 or something Everybody like that. Everybody who... Grandmas and grandpas have cable because all of my parent friends use their parents' <laughs> login to the cable company to get all of like the PBS kids shit and like the Nickelodeon 
uh, Nick Jr. stuff. That's the worst thing about like my. That's the worst thing about my parents is they don't give me their login. <laughs> they also are like very anti-premium channel, which is like, ah, oh, why even fucking bother with cable? Um, and the last thing, eighty-four dollars for online shopping. Um, I I can buy that. I think. Yeah, I mean, I would expect it to be a lot more. But what is what like is the people I know that are like that do waste eighteen thousand dollars a year are mainly doing it online shopping. Yeah. But what does what what is the difference between this online shopping and like what is online shopping? What does that even mean? Is is it like clo- like eBay buying clothes online? I mean, I know people buy like Funko Pops and shit on the internet. Collectibles? Yeah. Loot, loot. Well, they already Sometimes said those loot, loot crates. crates just don't deliver, you know? <laughs> um, I get like 6 or 7 of my favorite pop culture items and it just really isn't enough for me. I'm looking at my impulse budget for extra money. I'm thinking about um, you know, how I can finagle some money out of my online purchasing budget. Uh, but, you know, those loot crates just aren't enough sometimes, you know? Yeah. I want to pick is, out the stuff that I'm going to sell at my garage sale in 10 years. This is just wild because, like, they do the crates four times a year. It's not even... Oh. Well, that's more... Okay. That it's makes not sense every month. Because I was, I was concerned that once a month they were sending boxes full of shit to people's houses. Yeah. You know what you are missing out on, though, if you don't do this? Exclusive t-shirts? Deadpool swimming trunks. What? So, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever fully said this. Me and Brett love Deadpool. I do think it's a great movie. It's epic. And I uh, think the movie is fucking funny, actually. <laughs> Like if you if you heard me watch it, you would be surprised at how hard I laugh at some of it. All right, I got some audio to play Dang. on this show. Uh, people are allowed to shop. I feel like you should be allowed to shop. I agree. Um, those and those aren't even wild expenditures. Like I I've had no money in the bank and spent way more on impulse buys than hundred nine dollars. <laughs> I mean, most of my sp- spending is impulse. Yeah. Buys. Like, I love just buying shit, even if I don't have any money at all. Like, I've had well, it times- makes you feel better. I also yeah. like um, I also like spending my last dollar. There's something satisfying about it when you're like, we don't have any money at all. And I'm like, you know what? I want this completely frivolous thing, and I have just enough to buy it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to put my back against the wall <laughs> over something that I wanted. I just want this. Okay. Yeah. I bought like a, I bought like a paper mache uh, uh, flamingo head one time for like $200 on vacation and had almost no money to pay for it. Almost no money to get home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've done, I've done some stupid buys, you know? Uh, so Jason, I'm going to play some audio now. Um, Brett, put your fucking headphones on so you can hear this audio. I got this from a great person online, uh, named Condi rice and beans. Oh, uh, and they, they, here we go. Sorry. It's going to get wild. He's going to get wild. This is a, a Walmart break room. Uh-oh. <laughs> 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 6 a.m. Okay, Where's these the people, he's got these guys stretching. I, they, they've I, got I, guys, gals, and non-binary pals stretching. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. Come on. Do this. Come on. Show me a Hey! 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 Hey!
So that woman's voice? Are you kidding me? They are making what, my adult. Walmart. <laughs> they are Store making two ninety two. They're making adults come to work and cheer in the like a, in the Spell morning. Spell the name of the company. You're about them. to start your fucking job at Walmart. It's a pep rally. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to go there, guy. This is not like a, the yelling is too much. That if dude. I have to sit in that room and have that guy yell at me, they need to pay me at least five more dollars an hour. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite the wake-up call. Yeah. That guy's gunning for that six-figure-a-year salary. He wants a store. Right. Well, the video had to get released. He had to, like, have told them to release that video. That woman who was doing Walmart. Yeah. Walmart. What's that spell? Like, that woman, he told her, can you release this? I Like, because he falls all over the place, and he thinks, oh, you know, what a cute video. People are going to love this, but n- most people that see this think it's dystopian. <laughs> like, I don't it know makes about you that. sad. It makes I'm, me I sad. I think the average public thinks it's pretty great that someone gets amped up for a job like that. I think people <laughs> love think so? that. That's one of our like folk heroes, I feel like. It doesn't does it the how does it make you feel? Job how does like it make one. you feel? It's I mean, it's outrageous. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, I mean, I would there's no there's very few circumstances that require that amount of energy. <laughs> Football games and shit, yeah, right? Yeah, right? yeah. You, you can get excited now? about that. Going to work is not something no. I should have to cheer up no. for. I mean, no. you're making me do it, you know. Yeah, they are making you do it too. You should only It's like a pledge of allegiance. It is. And that's what was weird about it, right? Like, who's the best? The customer's number one. What's the rule? Ten feet rule. Like they were like yeah, it was so programming. Yeah, programming. And nobody. Here's the fucking thing, people. None of those employees are like buying in to this thing. They're no, doing you hear, it. You can hear the satisfaction <laughs> in their voices. Yeah, they're doing it because that guy's fucking making them do it. The Walmart cheer is how you start your work day at Walmart. I'm against it. Brett, are you against it? I mean, if that guy wants to fucking yell and scream and go crazy, then fuck it. Fine. But the other people shouldn't have to do it. You shouldn't have to participate in that. That is just a thing that you don't make people like. I'm, I wonder how many people are like accidentally late or like accidentally using the bathroom during the Walmart cheer. It's like when they play the Pledge of Allegiance at yeah. a fucking sporting event and you feel like you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I um. I bet they wouldn't let you get away with that. I'm sure they keep track of who's doing it. True. I mean, we had to do all the stretches and stuff at jobs. I had to come in and do stretches and have, you know, we'd have to put our hands together, you know, all in the middle and like, like it was like the football team, you know, uh, you know, go team. How does that get, how are there people? I got, I, I guess like they just think of like, they just have like these stupid management tools in their mind and they just don't see us as people. They see us as shit that like shitheads that need to be pushed and prodded and screamed at because we're too stupid to do anything, Yeah, but we're just too smart to work hard for them. Yeah. Uh, that's perfect. We're just too smart to work hard for them because yeah. it's just, my thing is how does how how does this get in place and how does it keep happening who thinks 
that this is something that people are excited by, inspired by, or makes them want to do. They've anything. seen these before. I don't know if that guy said to do it. I think that uh, I'm I'm imagining that it was probably recorded as, uh, oh, I've heard you heard about you've heard about these before because I've seen. I've seen these before. There's been videos of the crazy fucking people that stand up on the register and say, and make them go like get into like a synchronized clap and everything. You're like, who are we? We're Walmart, you know, doing chants. I mean, it's part of their thing for a long time. I just, I just wonder why I, I know, <laughs> I know why in that, like, I think it makes people that aren't doing it. It gets rid of people that aren't willing to drink the Kool-Aid. Like sure. it just makes them spins them out. If you aren't willing to go along to get along, um, including with our creepy rituals, then, you know, we don't want you here. You're and not- it's, it is probably a thing that's like, uh, in the, because I've read in a book that it causes engagement. Like it, it increases engagement between employees yeah. and, and management. They're not going to spend the money on the employee. They're not yeah. spending money to make anybody's working conditions better. They're just going to figure out a way to mind control you or brainwash you. That's yeah. like cheaper to, to do it that way. I don't think it works. That's the like, I don't I think that there are probably in a store you'll, you'll earmark the wonderful people. Um. The ones that truly believe people that are, are at the end of their working time in their life are usually who it is. It's like a lot of like uh, it's a lot of people that probably got laid off from a good like a really great job and had to get work and they went to Walmart and they're doing the job and they're like, well, you know, I was raised to, to be a hard worker and shit, but you, you got to have at a Walmart the the percentage the, there has to be a a larger percentage of people that are like i fucking like i have to come to work i have to do work i don't fucking care about this you know i don't i don't i'm not going to yeah, i don't want to like people want, like me yeah they don't want you're you're not a good employee yeah like they don't want you to be like comfortable at work they don't want you around they don't want it to be like a place that's amenable for people like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You're right. I, I just, I think that it's odd to me. I think it's like ads. It's just like something that that's completely blocked out. Like people go and probably do that chant and go into some weird spot in their mind where it just like that lady who is always right. The customer, you know, she yeah. just does it every single day and then goes and is like, has a shitty day at work. Yeah, like normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. I guess it probably is like the thing where you go uh, at, at the cable company, right? I, I had to come into work every day. I had to go in the office and stand around and bullshit with the people in the office before we went out and did our thing for like 20 minutes. You know, the manager's there. Yeah. His manager's there. And, and like a lot of the workers are there and the leads are there. And we're all just kind of talking about whatever's going on in the yeah. world. Like the fucking politics baseball whatever you know we would all talk about it and I, and like i didn't really like any of those people <laughs> like i didn't I, I i wasn't like friends with with those people it's just interesting to me to do a thing that is sort of designed to build solidarity in a workplace that is designed to stop solidarity yeah, you're right you know? yeah <laughs> That's why I think like, that's yeah, why I'm having so get, much trouble wrapping my mind around. That makes sense though. It's like you can't get too friendly here. Yeah. We're not in it together. We're in it 
like we're Walmart. all individually a part make up Walmart. We're not we're not all together a a machine a, right. like a thing that makes Walmart run. You know? Right, right. We're all doing our part individually and we're competing against each other remember that too. yeah and i guess it's like like it's it's probably made to make you understand like to make you remember like you work at walmart you work for walmart you don't you're not working for your other employees you're not working for the other people in this place you work for the customer and you work for walmart and you love walmart is the thing that you like you're it's great that you get to be at walmart yeah you know and and i think that really is i i do think that really is like why they i just think there's gotta and again probably some fucking executive at the top of the company read some book that said, oh, you know what would make the employees more engaged with their job? If we all came up with like a fun cheer <laughs> and then they did it because I can see that happening, too. Yeah. I've seen that happen People in front of me. Love cheers. Yeah. They love contests. Yeah. And they love cheers. Yep. They love uh door decorating or cubicle decorating contest they fucking love that my wife is always decorating a cubicle yeah. always yeah you could win some pto or, or you a don't pizza even party. win that you win like a, a piece of company merch right you win like a coffee cup i got one more bit of audio from uh just wanted to play this audio because he's uh our front runner for the democratic uh nomination now He's the guy we're going to be asked to vote for for president. And uh Oh, who's this? This is Joe Biden in 2007. Okay. I'm going to play this audio, Brett, and it's going to uh 2007. Okay? 12 years ago. And you got to listen to this. Oh, I know it. I think out there. The fact of the matter is what Hillary points out, there's neglect in the part of the medical and the white community focusing on educating the minority <laughs> community out there. Uh, no. I spent last summer going through the black sections of my town holding rallies in parks, oh, God. trying to get black men to understand it's not unmanly to wear a condom. <laughs> getting oh, women to understand no. they can say no. Getting people in the position where testing matters. I got tested for AIDS. I know Barack got tested for AIDS. There's no shame in being tested for AIDS. It's an important Whoa, what thing. what is that? Because the fact of the matter is, in the community, in the communities engaged in denial, they're He's... engaged in denial. No one wants to talk about it in the community, and we do not have enough leaders in the community and outside the community demanding we face the reality confront the men in the community as well as the women letting them know so, there are you could be this goddamn racist in 2017 this was 2017 or two i'm sorry 2007 2007 yeah. you were he was running for president so this okay he was running against uh obama and hillary okay you remember when he called obama like oh he's actually like articulate and clean and clean yeah, yeah. i mean why why is he even in why the, the it this is why the democrats are not my i don't feel yeah. like they're my people they're not and this is why you know i if you're going to uh if this guy if this guy ends up being it it's just over there's just no reason to fucking be a part of anything they do anymore i mean this is that was racist yeah what i mean, he said. I mean that was very racist the things he said not only was it 
very racist, but it was also uh, the way that he was talking about how he and, and the white community needs to go to these places and explain these things is like, it's not just racist. It's it's hideous. It's yeah. bad, especially. It's like colonial. With, it's all of it. It's with his voting history, hate. too. If we look at the, uh, you know, he was part of drafting the 94 crime bill. Right. That, I mean, I'll say this. Hillary Clinton got hit with that last election cycle. Right. Yeah. Like she got really hit with that and she had to explain and and apologize for that. And uh, I feel like he's going to skate by without having to explain a lot of these things and without have because his his campaign has already been this really weird thing where uh, he gets asked about health care. Right. And he says, I don't have time to make a health care plan. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't think there's anything fucking wrong right. with it. Yeah. He thinks it's fine. He was there when they made I was there when they made it. Right. Seems great right. to me. See, we, we already did that. You, you know? know, I remember doing that a few years ago. I mean, the challenge is this guy can't be it. This is this and you know, and and here is Well maybe this is I hopefully this stuff will stop him. I'm he he might be Teflon like Don. Well, he might. I think that the thing is, he has an he Obama has been shine. So memeified, yeah. And I don't think that's something we. I need to get some temps. I need to find. I need to go after school and talk to some people because I really don't know where they're at with yeah. him. I haven't talked to any of my like regular lib people to see if they think he's disgusting or not. Because I have some like, you know, I'm a. I have liberal feminist like moms that I hang out with. So I would like to, I want, I don't know where they're at right now. I mean, I'm just interested to hear because there's also some pretty nasty stuff with Anita Hill. Yeah. That he did, that he went on the view and didn't apologize. He said, I think she got a raw deal, but I don't think it was all my fault. Yeah. And, and, and it's put one of the worst, helped put one of the worst judges in a fucking into the bench. Just yeah. helped him skate on in. Yeah. I mean, all those people that aren't that, aren't able to file bankruptcy because of what he did to the bankruptcy laws. Like they're yeah, used he's a to shitty guy. Bankruptcy used to be a solution for working people and, and for people who got underwater, but it's not anymore. He made it harder because he works with the credit card companies and you're right. I, I would love it. Listeners, you could do this for us. This is the kind of research our listeners could do. Uh, Maybe for the call-in show this this week or next week, or we're not going to be here next week, but maybe for the call-in show, it w- would be nice to get some opinions on Joe Biden. I'd be interested to hear, maybe ask just like a person at work that you think might be a Democrat and let us know kind of what they think. We're not asking you to argue with somebody. No, no. You don't have, just try to get, like, yeah, do well, some recon. What do you think us. of the race? Yeah. Because I, I really am interested if the meme stuff worked. Did did the did Amy Poehler and the Onion turn him into turn him into the guy that's going to be the president because he's funny and and charming and shit? Which I don't even think he fucking is. Like, did you see hear what he just said? Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> to me he comes off like every grandpa that makes me want to run out of the room as soon as they start talking. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem like a good guy. Yeah, he just really doesn't. You never pick up your fucking shoes. Like he just seems like, and he's so condescending. And that was just crazy to say. I can't. I mean, I don't know. I know. I know the world is bad and has always been bad. But I, I just can't believe that you could 
I don't remember that scandal from back then even, you know? No. Like, I don't remember that audio at all. God, yeah. It because makes it's just primary wonder. shit, you know? Yeah. And then he also did call out Barack, too, at the end. Which that was, was kind another of, that weird was part. A, that was, uh, that's one of those weird... I'm cool. We're cool, right? Let's uh, we can joke about race, white guy things, right? Yeah, I wasn't joking though. He wasn't even fucking joking, dude. He was saying some real I serious mean, shit. No, I think he. Was, well, when he said the Barack, yeah, I, yeah. I got. But he did, wasn't smiling when he said it, and it didn't come off jovial to me. Oh, I didn't see his when face. he. I was watching. The, there's video. You can find the video. It's a. Uh, oh shit! I just. It's me, fine. I don't need I, to see it. Well, no, I don't want need you to see it, but I want to give credit to the person. E S H A L E S H A Legal is the Twitter account that I got that audio from, and I listened to it, and and I was truly shocked. By yeah, that. I mean, it's 2007, so, Brett. This yeah, isn't I mean, a 1984 clip. It's hard for me because I don't want to. I don't care at all. But it is good that I guess people drag this stuff up because if it does anything to defame his character, that's probably for the better good of everybody. The closer I, we can get to him not being like a candidate. I just, I don't want, <laughs> this is going to sound so resistance and people are probably going to get so irritated at me, but I don't want Trump to win the next election. I, I don't want him there for four sure, years no, I understand. at all. Yeah, dude. absolutely. It wouldn't be good. And it worries me. And if a guy like that runs, if he runs, I don't think he can win. I, I don't think he knows. Will you vote for him? I, when Patton was on the show, right, I mentioned this and I, I'm going to bring it up again. Ooh, I'm about to hit this bong. Um, my wife and daughter, the day of the election in 2016, were legitimately terrified. When, when Donald Trump won the next day, you know, they're not people that pay attention to politics rather regularly. I think my wife listens to the show now, so she gets what little bit that we talk about on the show, you know, but I don't think she gets a lot of it. And uh, I kind of, I know, I don't think I can. Oh, I, I just, I am. I can't. He just every, everything that I believe, right? Like everything that I believe the strongest he is not with me. Yeah, on. yeah. You know, when we talk about the crime bill, that is a thing that I truly believe is like the nastiest piece of legislation. And it has has ruined so many people's lives. And uh, it led to like a lot of the it led to these giant uh, prison populations, which I I think are unconscionable. That's the giant prison populations, dude, is one of the things that like. I feel bad that we don't do not me and you personally, but like when people I'm not going to do the Hitler thing, but I'm saying that like slavery, I guess, would be a good because it's American, right? Like there were people who were fighting tooth and nail to stop slavery from very early on until it happened. And sometimes I feel like one of the people that's not doing enough for mass incarceration because <laughs> I feel helpless in the face of mass incarceration. And I don't think that Joe Biden would be any any worse than Trump. But I also don't think that he would be better than Trump. I don't think that he views what he did in 1994 as a mistake. And I don't think that he well, I don't think that he think I don't think that he sees it as a problem. 
I don't know. I'd have to. I don't want to get. This is why I don't like talking about this stuff because I have to be all earnest about it. He did roll back. This is stupid, but he rolled back the three strikes thing, which is he set it up. Like right in the eighties, he sets up laws. It ruined people's lives for a few decades, and then he got to be like the champion that yes. struck down this like unjust law. It was yeah. like the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and he's just he doesn't deserve like if he was the guy in the eighties. I mean, these people are sub- I guess they're supposed to be public servants, but I I view if I'm going to believe in America, if I'm going to believe in whatever this is, these people should be above me in their beliefs. They should have known earlier than even me that this injustice is happening and something needed to be done to stop it. And I just think this guy's been wrong forever. He's yeah. been wrong forever, and he doesn't. I don't think. I don't think he's going to stop the even start rolling back the war on drugs. I truly, I don't think that he's going to make. I don't think he's going to be a if he gets elected and he's in there for four to eight years. He's not going to like decriminalize marijuana on the federal level. He's a guy that doesn't believe in that shit. Yeah, that's true. And that is just more war on drugs. Yeah. You know, that's more incarceration. That's more people going to jail still. And then, you know, foreign policy wise, he's not like a dove. He's not a peaceful guy. Not that Bernie Sanders is, but he is another guy that's been okay with war throughout all this time that it's been happening. When it comes to health care, the motherfucker doesn't even... He doesn't think there's a problem. He doesn't have time for it. And then just uh, the bankruptcy laws, right? Like I'm supposed to sit on this show and try to advocate for working people, but then I'm going to vote for this guy that like went and made their lives harder. You know, like he took away a major tool for pe- for working people to get their shit back together. He took that away. He made it so you can't, uh, your student loans can't be, found in bankrupt like he did and just even as far back as like a month ago he's on the fucking tv saying millennials uh don't have i don't think they have it hard and you know i was talking to my wife about that and i was like i think that guys that say that just think that millennials don't have it hard because they can look for information on their phone that they would have had to go to the library and get a book and look up an encyclopedia. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, the communication is fucking easy. Yeah. But the world still fucking sucks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're expected to do way more because the communication has sped everything up. Yeah. So, no. And I think, yeah, that's just somebody that has this idea of people that, you know, are somehow working at like Starbucks or some sort of service job, but also wasting $18,000 a year, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot of people I'd hold my nose and vote for this time. I mean, I would probably vote for Beto if he got the nomination, yeah. although he's disappeared he's great weirdly teeth. enough. Yeah. Weird disappearance with yeah, that guy. He, <laughs> like very weird for He's me. gonna rebrand I think he's doing some rebranding. He's probably <laughs> went and did some market research. I think aliens came and got him. His parent his aliens came and got him and they're like rewiring his human brain and they're gonna send him back and he's gonna try a new thing. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. I don't I don't think there's a lot of the people I will probably vote. Um, and I hope it's somebody that I can somewhat like a Bernie Sanders that I can believe in and 
some whatever tiny little way that yeah. I what makes me that's why I just don't care about the whole thing yeah. because they fuck it they fuck that guy over so hardcore. Yep. They're not willing to just like I mean fuck if somebody like if somebody if Jason took off and started getting more popularity than me and you mm-hmm. I'd be right behind Jason like helping him like get higher right. and higher right like if you got a winning fucking horse you don't you you capitalize on you don't it, cut them right? off you fucking win these. you win you put all your money into it I mean it's a WWE thing right yeah like when it is WWE it, you're right it's like uh some guy gets really popular they don't want that guy to get popular so they do whatever they can to knock him down so that the guy that they get popular gets to be bigger. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's, that's what this thing seems like. And, and again, that I'm with you too. I don't have any faith in them. I don't have any faith that they're going to see him as popular and just be like, we got to beat this guy. This is the guy that can do it. Yeah. Because I don't have faith in that party apparatus. And I think it's crazy to even have faith in the party apparatus at this point. I, I, I think when people are like, I think Bernie's going to get the, uh, the win the primary. I'm like, please just, I know you have to be enthusiastic. If you're like pushing for this guy to get there. Yeah. Don't like in your mind, like in the back of your mind, just know right. that there's a party apparatus that's doing everything it can to bend the rules sure. so that he doesn't sure. win. And don't there's this it could be a squeaker, but yeah, like don't don't, don't get too excited. <laughs> there's gonna be work to do at either way, whether he wins <laughs> or when he probably doesn't win. Yeah. So that's the show. Joe Biden's racist. That's Joe Biden is just straight up racist. <laughs> he is just a racist man. He's just, I mean, he's kind of a race realist in a way, probably just well, he, thinks he knows kind of how each kind of stereotypical person is, you know? <laughs> he knows what food they like. He probably says the type of food every time he meets somebody. He's Do you like, think like when he talks to somebody that's like, I, I don't know, like he talks to a a person from China, he was like, oh, man, I love lo mein. It's yeah. It's like my shit. <laughs> oh, Thailand. Pad Thai. Yeah. Pad Thai. I love it. I love it. I get it hot, too. He, like, vacations. Oh, I love it hot. He vacations in Italy. Yeah. And he just fucking constantly, everything he says to people is like, oh, spaghetti and meatballs, man. Yeah. That's my shit. You guys yeah. make it the best over here. Right. Spaghetti. Um, I... I'm very concerned and I, you know, we're talking about documents earlier and what kind of rights we have. And I would say, you know, one thing as being someone that was stolen as a baby and claimed as property of the United States government, <laughs> I'd rather buy into some sort of a system um, that gave me the right to slap someone in the face. If they walked up to me and said it was cool to wear condoms. (laughs) (laughs) He did say that, dude. I know. He did say we have to go to black communities. Hey, what's up, Jack? Put on a Jimmy hat. (laughs) That's probably how he thought he should say it. No, he uh, he was like, uh, he tells people he speaks jive. He still tells people I speak jive. He's like, don't worry, man. I got this. I speak jive. But the sad fucking thing is about all these things we're saying is that that stuff was framed as charming. Oh, I know. For years. Yeah. For eight fucking years. Uh, I mean, that was liberalism. I mean, that was really... I I do feel like there was a point where people did think that everybody was equal, especially around that Barack Obama time. Uh, This predates it, though. This is like... 
2007, yeah. which is during the primaries. For yeah. That. Probably the very early primaries, because remember, most of the debates in the Democratic debate at that time were just Hillary versus Obama near the yeah, end. Yeah, but there. like, also you had like Lisa Lampanelli screaming about like every race that she fucked, like on yeah. Comedy Central at the yeah. time. And same with like, you know, people like uh, shit, all the fucking white comedians that lined up to make like semi-racist jokes about uh, Flava Flav. Oh, and yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I remember fucking those days. just like you're dark as fuck. Basically yeah, just saying yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he just couldn't get away with it now. Right. I'm not even saying that he should be held to words that he said in 2007. Sure. I'm saying that the flippant attitude and the racism. And we, he and also they, said he's, he's never, he will never apologize and doesn't feel bad. So he doesn't feel bad for doing that. He, I know. He did say that like this year. Yeah. And, but I'm saying like the whole, the reason these things are bad. These character traits yeah. are bad and they make him not good. And it just was like Amy Poehler in the onion turned him into like, oh, he's just your crazy fucking uncle that just says crazy stuff. Well, my yeah. fucking crazy uncle is racist. <laughs> yeah, my crazy uncle shouldn't be in charge of anything. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, these like office workers are like dinks with like no, you know, dual income, no kid type people that just think that everything was flowers and rainbows. And, you know, just think of like it being at a cocktail party where some old man shows up and just starts telling it like it is in a progressive yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a comedian... That is kind of liberal, but they also are willing. They're like, oh, I, I don't play by the fucking rules. Yeah. I play by the rules conservatives do. Because if you go to fight a conservative, you got to, you know, you got to be nastier than the conservative. I actually used to believe that. So Yeah, he's going to do, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's going to do like 15 minutes on like why people don't feed the poor and then a half hour on welfare queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I think it shows his judgment fucking sucks. And I also, again... Brett asked me and I'm being completely serious. I, I don't, I think if you were to ask if I had to vote tomorrow and Joe Biden was the nominee, I don't I oh, probably just man. stay home. What you want more bad news about Joe Biden? What? Someone said he literally called an Asian guy, the wisest man in the Orient. When? <laughs> I don't the know. Person that's we'll listening. Could you say when he yeah, did that? Please let us know when that did. When he that was trans- he giving a speech and he said, Oh, Hey, uh, Jesus I heard Christ. this quote, uh, an Asian man who's the wisest man in the Orient said it. <sighs> he probably thinks every Asian person knows karate. Like 2014, dude. God damn, dude. What is this guy? Yeah, he's uh, I mean, Why he's are awful. We... I mean, but you're right. It is. It is comes down to narrative. And, uh. You know, as we learned about the internet, we tried to hand the internet over to our to other people, and they just used it for confirmation bias instead yeah. of like looking up and just watching videos of these assholes and the things they say. Um, they decided to just skim through Facebook, and then when the Onion posts an article about he accidentally, you know, reeked of booze because he Liquid was up, swords. he was hanging out with. Um, uh, fucking, uh, sorry, I forgot his name. Hanging out with Bill Murray all night, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Epic Bill Murray yeah. bacon shit, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, Joe Biden downs his 32nd margarita with Jizza. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is the Joe Biden, though, that 
a certain class of people know this motherfucker he's he will evict you this motherfucker will evict you and he's he's the type of asshole that will take your bong and smash it on the fucking ground yeah because you shouldn't have it if you're getting evicted you shouldn't have weed if you're getting evicted yeah i mean i we're preaching to the choir with our listeners but it is important to understand I think how do. other people see yeah. them. I, I they're not, we the I, I really got to know the temp on this one because yeah. I don't know where we're at. Nobody's posting on the Facebook. People ever everybody is so withdrawn on Facebook. Like other than the crazy ass people so that early. listen to our show, but it's so early. I have not seen. Yeah, you're right. Regular people aren't ready to. There's too many people, and if you reveal your hand right now, you're just inviting a whole bunch of like Fight. fights, and then people thinking you're an idiot that you backed like Beto O'Rourke when he had no chance or something. But it is like kind of he announced and then I saw polls the next day that said he was up by 24 points. Like okay. the next day after he announced like he's he's the top guy and the next guy's Bernie like 24 points under him. So he is he has a significant lead. Beto? No, fucking Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. He has a significant yeah, some, lead. Yes, I've heard that. I did hear that as well. But Beto has disappeared. And he's, he's gone. He's just, why, who would even know where he's been? Like, I haven't even seen a picture of him in three weeks. <laughs> he's trying to, he. I don't, what happened? We were talking about him on this show. I know what he's going to do. What? He's going to do like the school transfer thing. So he's going to take the summer off. <laughs> we're not going to see him at all. When school starts, he's going to come back with, like, a new haircut. That's smart. Different jeans and shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. completely switch out the look. I just don't... I, I, how a guy like that disappears. Uh, yeah, but I he think seemed I, pretty easy to find before. I'll, we had, I think we memed him out of existence. I think that Stan... Probably, like, I would say if I wanted to run for president, I'm really feeling myself. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, I got something to say. I'm going to stand on the table and shout it from the mountaintops. Yeah. And then like a million people point out how fucking corny that is. I would be like, uh, well, yeah, but he didn't though. He he did it like 47 times before he he disappeared. What? Bring back the last Beto. thing I saw with Bring back Beto. Beto. Bring get rid of Biden. I'll take Beto over Biden. Me too. The That's last, the bargaining I'll do. The last Beto thing I saw that was really funny was he said every I mean it's not funny because it is technically true, but he said every single the community should have a farm to table restaurant yeah <laughs> and it was just like that has a certain connotation yeah. farm to table that it means that my dinner is going to cost 70 dollars yeah <laughs> i mean you you literally just said i want to gentrify yeah. we need more gentrification <laughs> in this country yeah yeah and and i think he was doing it in a in a nicer i don't well, think i feel the meant. same way i agree with yeah. like i'm ex- i'm that same kind of like a ditz and yeah. that i'm like fuck man everybody should have this like fucking bomb ass you know fake meat shit that i'm eating right now <laughs> you know yeah. but it's like there's a lot more that needs to come before you know everybody type. just gets to spend eighty dollars on a fucking right. you know a, a a whole pig right at a restaurant right right lardone <laughs> <laughs> no he uses the whole pig not just yeah, pieces of no, it like the whole thing yeah. you can suck on the bones you know all right <laughs> let's end the show nose to tail <laughs> yeah um thanks for listening to Street Fight Radio this is the number one anarchy podcast 
uh, anywhere on the fucking flat earth. Thanks for being here. I hope you aren't wearing shoes. That's the best way to enjoy the show. It makes you the most grounded. Please support us on Patreon. Um, we are big shots that have TSA pre-checked, but we want to. I need to hire people. Really, I'd love to spend more money on making videos and getting some uh, it, some posts going, some memes. If you're a meme smith and you're interested in some some work, uh, let me know at streetfireradio at gmail I'm looking for memes uh, to put on our pages and shit. To, help get people into this shit uh, so that someday we can all join together and uh, overthrow all the governments in the world and create a horizontally organized workers party of people that are ready to work less. So if you're ready to spread this mess across the U S please tell somebody, tell your friends, your family, uh, subscribe to the show. We'll be back later this week. We're street fight. Peace. What's happening? What's happening? Hey, What's up, Fody? What's happening? What's up, Sean Paul? What's happening? Hey, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. it's about that time to turn this thing on out. Now, let me see everybody do this. Hey, let's go. Snap your fingers, but do your stairs. You can do it all by yourself. Let me see you do it.
chillin' in the bill. There we gettin' crossed. Poppin' bottles in these gettin' drunk. Put it in the air. I'm throwing up the ease to let them know we in here. Yeah, brand new shoes, brand new tools. Polite the old school, cause I'm feeling real cool. Yeah, I'm from the A, so I'm leaning and rocking. Slapping my fingers, then reaching for my, for my, my repping my block. Straight from the deck. When you snap your fingers, shout it, got a jerky neck. Smoking on the best, we don't fuck with that mess. I bet you can't do it, do it, do it like this. Yeah, I'm back to the track, back to the Snap, snap. One, two step, then gotta lean back. Yeah, this is how we do it. Do it in the A time. And if you ain't know, this is how it goes down. Hey.